1: plushcare.com slash weight loss
2: good morning welcome to Tuesdays 11 to 1 Sinead Brazel here with you And just like that, restrictions are lifted, but you may not be ready to go back to life before the pandemic. The new normal will be an anxious time for a lot of people. So how can we ease our way back into life? Pre-Covid. Psychotherapist Katie McKenna from Monaghan joins me with lots of helpful advice. Do you know a young person with a green thumb? RTE Supergarden judge Brian Burke is on the lookout for budding gardeners for a great children's gardening competition. He joins me with all the details. Plus, I have Radio Bingo books to give away as well. Listen out for details on how you can win those. WhatsApp and text lines are open 086 1800 658.
3: 11 to 1 on LMFM with Gilmour's Court. See gilmours.ie. M-
2: M-M- Rick Astley kicking us off this morning. Never going to give you up. It is Sinead Brazel. You are listening to 11 to 1 on LMFM Radio. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? I am doing well because Chris was just leaving the studio there. And he says to me, "What do you know what day it is? I was like, yeah, it's Tuesday. It's a normal Tuesday. What's going on? And he goes, no, it's not any Tuesday. It's a payday Tuesday. (laughs) And it's not just any payday. It's a payday. The first payday of the year. And it's, you know, after the bleakness of January and all of that, there's finally money in my account. So I did a bit of a dive there just to check that it was, in fact, payday. And I'm thrilled. Thank you so much for informing me of that, Chris. Because I don't know about you, but during December... I go a little bit mad with the spending, and I'm, you know, every time I'm using my card, it's a little bit like this. Bip! <laughs> 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 yes, I'll have that. <laughs> Add that to cart. <laughs> Bip!
4: Bip! <laughs> Believe
2: it or not, <laughs> And then in d- the end of December, let's be honest, the first of January, you're going, oh whoops! I was a little bit now trigger happy with the bippity boppity boo on the card, but it is great. I do love the bips, the bips on the card. You know, you just think about it later. <laughs> in the moment, you're delighted, your life bipping and bopping and booing with the with the L. Laser card, you know, that's what happens in December. Extremely generous, uh, extremely outgoing I am as well in December. Yes, I'm going to do that. I'll pay for that coffee. I'll buy this for you. No bother. 1st of January. Oh, and you know, my dad, he was always a man that would say, never let your bank balance go below 100 euro. (sniffs) Oh, yeah, I don't abide that really at times. This would be low, low enough, let me tell you. But it is payday today. So uh, for people who are paid, happy payday to you today. Now, we are going to be talking um, to Katie McKenna. She is a psychotherapist from Monaghan. We've had her on the show many times. She is fantastic. She always gives us great advice. And there's a new term now because of the restrictions lifting so quickly. Um, On Friday last at the Taoiseach's announcement and everything else, it's called re-entry anxiety. So we have been so used to kind of, you know, uh, the, t- the two metre social distance even you know obviously masks are there a little bit you know but they're talking about phasing that out you know um, like n- uh, no limited capacity anymore so like for, for you know there's unlimited capacity so off you go into nightclubs and pubs and all of that and whilst it is great don't get me wrong and I'm a firm believer in we have to move on and we have to kind of try and get back to, to normal life I was a little bit like this is all moving a little bit too quickly for me and I do believe that people need to you know, operate on their own pace and their own level. So we're going to be chatting to Katie about this and some of you have been in touch already with questions for Katie which is great and you can do so you can get them into us on 086 so she's going to be joining us very very shortly dealing with that whole issue of re-entry anxiety. I do have some lovely bingo books up for grabs as well I'll give you the details of how you can win those. How would you like To win a whopping 9,600 euro, that'd be lovely, wouldn't it? As you know, LMFM Radio Bingo is back. We've got great daily prizes and big, big jackpots, and we have a whopping 9,600 euro for this week's jackpot. Okay, so we don't want you to miss out on that. How can you take part in all of this, I hear you ask? Well, you can play by picking up your bingo book at outlets around the northeast or from lmfm.ie. So to celebrate this huge jackpot, I have five radio bingo books for week six to give away to you on the show today. So all you have to do for your chance to win is tell me. Okay, I love the bingo calls. They have funny names for things, don't they? So in bingo calls, what number is the knock at the door? It's number, the knock at the door. So what is the number, please? That is the bingo call knock at the door. And don't forget as well, every time you're playing Radio Bingo, you are supporting a wonderful charity, the National Council for the Blind in Ireland. They are doing such great work in your local community. So lmfm.ie, that is where you'll get your books or in any outlet around the northeast. So tell me for your chance to win a book what number? in Bing, So in the bingo calls, knock at the door. What number are we talking about? Oh eight six Don't forget to put your own details on it as well. And we'll pick five uh, winners towards the end of the show. Now, I am a big fan, a big fan of this. This will give you a little throwback now today. Yes! Our favourite lifeguards! Mitch Buchanan I can't remember the rest of them. Mitch was the big, the main one, wasn't he? They are coming back into our lives. I'm gonna tell you all about Baywatch and how they're back in our lives. Some
3: people stand in the darkness, afraid to step into the
2: light. What a theme song. Fantastic. Baywatch! I was trying to rack my brain there, trying to think of some of the other characters. Like, oh, I'm trying to think of Pamela Anderson's character's name. Anyway, it is the return of the 90s as the box set. Of the first series of Baywatch is on Virgin Media Player. So we're suffering from, you know, January cold weather, bleak skies. We want to feel the heat in our skin, don't we? Well, Virgin Media Player is taking us stateside. To the sunny shores of California To join the one and only David Hasselhoff and Pamela Anderson As we relive the first season Of the iconic show I used to watch this on a Saturday All of the time Fantastic I love the running down the beach I do And the quick dive into the ocean <laughs> As they save people uh, So yeah If people don't know about this Of course you do But if, just to remind you It follows the lives and adventures Of a team of lifeguards On a crowded beach I mean seriously Who came up with this concept For a show Genius Genius Lifeguard Mitch Buchanan and his team strive to control and keep the crowd safe from the raging seas as well as navigating through all, all of their personal drama. You know, lots happening there. Uh, so there you go. On Virgin Media Player, you can binge watch the first season of Baywatch. And, you know, my Tuesday, my bleak Tuesday in January has just gotten a whole lot brighter. Thank you, Virgin Media. Um, and Jake has been on 86 I was racking my brains there, Jake. Thanks for that. He says, Sinead was a big, big fan of Baywatch as well. CJ is Pamela Anderson's character. Yes, I had the posters, he says. Thanks, Jake. I don't think you're alone there in having the posters of um, Pamela Anderson around about that era. Well done. Thank you so much for telling me the character's name. Now, whilst we have been waiting for the day that government officials would announce that the restrictions would end and life would return to normal, it did happen quite quickly and some of us have embraced it completely. Others are going to need time to adjust to all of this. So we are going to call in the expert advice and help because psychotherapist Katie McKenna she is going to be on hand very shortly to answer some of your questions. Questions are coming in for her, which is great, on 86 658 And she's going to talk about this. It's re-entry anxiety. They actually have a term on this. So she's going to be chatting all about this with us just after these.
3: 11 to 1 on LMFM. LM.
2: We have been waiting for the day government officials would announce that restrictions would end and life would return to normal but it did all happen quite quickly While some of us have embraced it completely others will need time to adjust to the new normal and a lot of people will feel anxious about restrictions lifting You know, it's not that easy to simply rush back into our old lives So is this anxiety we might be feeling normal and how can we ease our way back into life without restrictions will help us at hand. I'm delighted to invite psychotherapist Katie McKenna back on the show with me. She's on the line. How you doing, Katie? Hi, it's Ned. I'm very good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And, you know, firstly, I, I suppose I should mention my own experience with this now because I was watching Hall Martin on Friday and I did experience this big surge of joy. And then at the same time, there was this kind of niggling feeling of anxiety telling me, hang on a minute, this is all a bit too quick now for me to wrap my head around. There's a lot of re-entry anxiety ongoing here at the moment, isn't there? There absolutely is. And I think what
4: I think a lot of people felt that, that initial surge of excitement. Um, as you said, we were all waiting for this, but it came unexpectedly. Even for the government, they were saying they were surprised by how quickly Nefit announced this. And we have to be aware that we've, you know, received this message for two years. Stay at home, don't go out. Um, be responsible, and now it's like, well, here's your freedom. And for a lot of people it's generating a lot of anxiety. And for a lot of people that were predisposed who had anxiety before, COVID just exacerbated that.
2: Yeah and you're so right and you know even like uh, I saw the the queues of people you know uh, standing outside Dicey's nightclub in Dublin and I thought oh you know like okay on the one hand okay it's great for younger people that might not have been able to socialise let them go out let them experience life again and then on the other side it was more kind of anxiety inducing so there are people who are not ready for this. And
4: when we look at that our fear and what we're comfortable so our our comfort zone if you like um, when we look, I remember when I was talking to you um, about this topic on one of the other times the restrictions were eased. And I used the analogy of that when we're submerged in water, that we come up slowly, that we don't come out too quickly. But actually, this time, if we look at actually what's happened with the virus and the exposure that we were slowly getting with the virus. So, for example, with the first booster and the second booster and then the or the first um, vaccine and the second and then the booster and then the way the the variants changed and lessened if we look at that with our own comfort zone what we want to do is be aware of actually what's in our comfort zone and start increasing air exposure slowly to build up a resistance to it and this will look very different for some people, depending on what their last year or two looked like. So for somebody that was working at home um, and, and wasn't socializing or mixing with big crowds, the thoughts of going to a nightclub, understandably then, would be quite overwhelming. So the thing is for them not to actually overwhelm themselves. It's how can I have this slow, gradual exposure to push myself out of my comfort zone to basically increase my tolerance levels.
2: Yeah, that's, and you know, actually on the nightclub situation, I'm getting a message and this was sent in early this morning. Uh, This listener knew that you are going to be on and it reads I'm 20 years old in college and pre-COVID I used to go to nightclubs and have a really healthy social life. I haven't been in one really in two years and when the restrictions lifted, my phone was pinging constantly with messages from friends to go out. I finally agreed, but I was in the taxi and I started to feel really dizzy. My stomach was flipping. I really was feeling panicky and had to turn home. Is this normal? I've never experienced something like this before I'm so embarrassed about it well first of all I think we, we don't be embarrassed isn't that the thing?
4: Yeah. The, the first that I'd just like to actually address there Sinead when he said is this normal? And the answer is yes this is normal the situation we are in is abnormal, not you Um so I just want to get that out first, because the fear with a lot of people is, oh, my God, is this just me? Is this abnormal? And the answer is no. It's the situation that's abnormal, not you. And he mentioned there that, you know, he noticed that he was feeling dizzy or and his stomach was, I think, was it flipping? You Yes. Said there. yes. And So with anxiety, a lot of people notice that possibly a knot in their stomach or feeling sick. He may have noticed uh, shortness of breath or his heart beating faster and um, sweaty palms, palpitations tense muscles. Um, So uh, what's happened is over the last two years we've received this message um, of fear, fear of the virus, fear of spreading the virus and our internal stress system has basically just been hyped up. Um, So we were we're more anxious than usual, we're mm. on high alert the whole time and for there, he's saying he never experienced this before um, and he's calling it panicky and there's yeah. different ranges I suppose and levels from panicky to panic attacks and panic attacks can be very frightening when they occur and, and not, people think that they're generally losing control or having a heart attack or for some people they may even think that they're dying and it's a it's a frightening experience, and there it's embarrassing because if they feel like they're losing control, they think that this is noticeable and obvious to the people around them, whereas this is very much an internal experience that happened. But the worry is, do people notice this? Can they see it? Do they think I'm crazy because I feel like I'm going crazy? So just I suppose to explain what a panic attack is, it's a, it's a sudden episode of intense fear, that triggers severe physical reactions when there's no, he said he was going to a nightclub. So yep. when there's no real danger or apparent cause. But if, again, if we look at the message that we've been receiving from government over the last two years, and it's all been about, you know, personal responsibility, wash mm-hmm. your hands. So really, really what people have picked up on and what I've picked up on, and maybe you should it, is is that the barrier to prevent this, Um, is in your hands that you have control. And although I understand why they said this message, you know, but that public message was all about fear. Because when someone's fearful and anxious, they're going to listen very carefully. Yeah. But the problem now is that if we believe that if somebody close to me gets it, well, then I must be responsible. I must be to blame. I did something wrong. So if you look at even the age bracket that he's in, he's 20 now. So from when he was maybe 17 turning 18, you know, for the last two years, for 20, so possibly there was grandparents around. Mm. Um, and the responsibility is put, don't mix with your friends, don't take that back in. You know, you could harm someone. So there's personal responsibility put, put on him and he may now feel responsible going into this big crowd. He said he he did it before he was in um, nightclubs before.
2: Yeah and there he hasn't been since Covid so in fairness to him he has obviously decided even when the restrictions did lift a bit there for nightclubs he has obviously decided not to go into that situation so that's quite telling as well. It is and I wonder what that kind of home
4: message was and I Mm. wonder what sort of praise possibly did he get. Well aren't you lucky because that time you know when we're on about fear and trust Well, that time when the restrictions were lifted, it was like, oh, great, let's trust we have this freedom. And then no bang. And in the media, there was a lot of blame, blame in the nightclubs. There was a huge amount of blame on young people. There
2: really was, which was very unfair, I felt. Very unfair.
4: I felt extremely unfair because they were doing absolutely nothing wrong. So you even imagine that message that perhaps he may have been getting at home if mm. he didn't attend a nightclub last year and going, thank God you didn't, you know, didn't do that. And, you know, we able to have a Christmas together. And so we internalize this message that actually I'm responsible for the health and well-being of my family. Mm. Whereas when we look at personal responsibility, it, it is. It's, how can I do this and do this safely? And when I mean safely, I mean washing our hands. But the, the anxious person wants full control. This must, this must not happen. Yeah. This can't happen now that if I go out and I'm exposed to this. Whereas, again, we're in a very different stage when people are vaccinated, boosters. Um, but really, it's about taking responsibility when it's not our responsibility.
2: Yeah. And, you know, maybe this person might feel that bit more comfortable doing things at a slower pace, maybe waiting a couple of weeks till kind of the, I suppose, novelty of all of this has worn down a bit. Mm. You know, and, and like you say, you always I say this, Katie, and I think it's something that people need to take on board, is you need to go at your own pace and you need to do things that's going to make you happy. Because we spoke about people pleasing before and people can get into such a spiral about trying to please other people. I do have another question for you here coming I'm in. Sorry, on, oh, well, Sinead, if yeah. I just just at the, at the end
4: of that... The one thing that I want to say about staying home and waiting. Um, so, yes, you have to do what you want to do. And he expressed a desire. He said, I was yeah. so excited about going out. If he stay at home and waits, um, nothing will change. In fact, the same will happen when he goes out, goes out again. So what this is about, it's about low exposure, so okay. mixing somewhere with bigger crowds, allowing himself to often to also leave. I can go in this nightclub for half an hour and if I'm uncomfortable, I can go. It's not that I'm trapped in there for the duration, but when people, that's avoidance what we're talking about. If somebody just stays at home for the duration and thinks, well, if I go next month, I'll be okay. But actually, we're just reinforcing to the nervous system that there actually is a threat and a danger out there. Whereas what the message that we're trying to internalize is that actually this is uh, I, I am I am safe. My well being is okay going here. There is no threat. Yeah. And already I can hear well going, well there's the threat of the virus. Yes. But that is something that we are going to have to live with. That is something that, you know, we have protected the the vulnerable. With all those cases, our health system has been stable when over Christmas when it has been twenty four thousand a day. So again, this is about putting responsibility where it, it isn't ours. He is doing nothing wrong and it's that it's that reminder. Yes at his own pace, yes at slow exposure, and yes, doing what he wants to do. But staying at home and waiting
2: will not change that this is about him slowly moving out of his comfort zone fantastic advice Katie really and truly I I have another one here for you and this one uh, I can relate to this as well I'm in a mum's WhatsApp group and now that the restrictions are lifting the mums are starting up playdates again so far I've managed to make up some excuses but I am torn between not wanting my child to miss out on fun with his friends and fearful of him catching Covid so far he has been fine we've been homeschooling him since Christmas he only went back in last week which was a lot for us he hadn't been mixing with other kids bar his siblings until very recently and then it just says help Katie. Okay. Um, so, yes, and a
4: lot of us with young kids can relate to that. And there was the big fear initially when where the school's going to open, where they're not, and then they opened. And I hear that person saying that they only sent them back last week. So, they had fear and they kept them at home and did an extra bit of homeschooling. So, they have only just reintroduced them to that class environment from last week and mixing with, you know, 30, 30 children. I want to focus on the bit where she said, and I've been making up excuses and, you know, trying to explain it. And often people find themselves over explaining yourself to others when asked something. And the truth is, is that we don't have to do that. We don't need to offer an excuse or a reason. And so here, you know, she has, when we're talking about slow exposure, she has allowed her child to go back to school. So he's mixing. So she isn't at home avoiding it, waiting for this feeling to pass. She has taken a step out of that. And at the minute, acknowledge what you're saying that, I'm not comfortable for them to go to parties yet. I'm not uncomfortable for that step for now. Yeah. And that is okay. So when a text message comes in, you know, um, we would like Tom to go to John's birthday party. And, oh, what will I say? Where will I say I'm going? Will I make up an excuse? That causes its own anxiety. Where, you know, if we keep it simple, um, no, you know, John is unable to attend. So we can make this much more polite. Thank you for the invite. Unfortunately, John isn't able to attend. I hope um, Tom has a great time. So we don't have to explain ourselves because often when we explain ourselves, the long explanations can sometimes confuse the other person who's actually asked the question. Oh, well, I have this on and this on and this on, and uh, you know, I, I just don't think we'll be able to make it. And the other person then might offer and say, "Well, I could pick him up for
2: you." Oh, I know, crazy. Then you're causing the lie. You're causing the
4: lie. This and then, oh my happens. God, what am I going to say? So <laughs> you create, you've—it's actually you have co-created this thing by trying to avoid it. So it's, yes, face it. Head on. So be very aware when you are about to over, you know, over explain something, and when when we do this first, when we look at it, because if you are used to over explaining and sending two paragraphs or a paragraph explaining something, this short message may seem rude. Whereas mm-hmm. it's actually, it's concise. It's to the point. It's very clear. There is no confusion for the other person. Um, but it is a skill. So practice it, and it isn't easy to unlearn you know the, if, if somebody has done this all their lives and um, over explaining it isn't easy to unlearn it but it can be learned and it's a skill so celebrate yourself every time you manage to give an
2: answer without over explaining. I love that. Katie, I've loads of messages coming in here, but we're so far out of time with this. I'll definitely come back to this, though, at another stage, because there is obviously a lot of anxiety out there with people. But thank you so much for taking the time and for giving us that great advice. Lovely. Thanks very much for having me on. Thanks a million. Uh, Katie McKenna, you can catch her. She's on TikTok and Instagram and everything. Uh, you can find her there. If you want her number, if you want any help, personal assistance from her, do get in touch with us here on 086 658. Or you can also call us up on 0419832000: 2000.
3: 11 to 1 on LMFM. LM.
2: There were so many messages coming in for Katie on 086 1800 658 I will definitely get back to them, we will come back to her. If you want to get in touch with her or find out more, her website is actually up and running, it's katiemckenna.ie you'll find all the details there. Now it's time for this. LMFM Northeast update with Senator Windows whether you're extending building or replacing your windows and doors talk to your local Senator Windows dealer today on 1850 temperatures out there 6 to 8 degrees sunset is at 4.54pm and sunrise tomorrow is 8.21am on this day in 1981 Alicia Keys American singer songwriter she was born and today is bubble wrap appreciation day oh I love a bit of that One of the most unnecessary holidays you can imagine. But we should appreciate this. Apparently, bubble wrap was originally formed from two shower curtains being sealed together. The inventors tried to market it as wallpaper, I know. That wasn't the only misstep that they had. They also tried to market it as greenhouse insulation, which was also unsuccessful. A year later, they discovered its perfect purpose and the line of bubble wrap brand packaging came to pass. So, bubble wrap appreciation day today. LMFM Northeast Update. And all these little things. There's One Direction with Little Things News at 12 is on the way and after that gardening expert Brian Burke is with us he has details of a great gardening competition for children plus TY students in Drogheda come up with a great idea to raise awareness of suicide that's all to come Still to come on 11 to 1. Do you know a young person with a green thumb? Or to e Supergarden Judge Brian Burke is on the lookout for budding gardeners for a children's gardening competition in association with Woodies. He has all the details. Plus, TY students and DRADA come up with a novel idea to raise awareness of suicide. More on that as well.
3: 11 to 1 on LMFM with Gilmore's Kings Court. See gilmores.ie
2: LMFM. There, online on your smart speaker this is LMFM Sinead Brazel here with you till one picture this one night kicking off our second hour I spotted this and had to bring it to your attention because this school is just fantastic. The TY students in St. Mary's Diocesan School have launched a community based initiative called In His Shoes. So what they're doing is they're aiming to reduce the stigma associated with suicide through a public arts display. What better way than, you know, communicating difficult messages through the arts? And they have done really, really well. So what they're doing is they are placing cement shoes So they're putting their old shoes into kind of cement and um, clay and all that. And they're putting um, flowers inside them. As well, And they're dotting them around the town of Drogheda and uh, these represent those sadly lost to suicide in the town and also in the surrounding areas. So they present the project as a model for how arts participation can address suicide on multiple fronts from raising awareness, reducing stigma and promoting community recovery and healing for people. So, so important. So they um, every single TY student is making a cement planter from an old pair of shoes. And they're asking for people to sponsor a pair to then be placed in various locations around Drogheda. So it's called In His Shoes. And uh they're going to raise funds for this as well, and that's going to be donated to SoSad. So you can find out more about it at SoSadIreland.rallyup.com forward slash in his shoes. So it's a very, very good idea. And you know, fair play to them because you know it's a it's a tough subject for young people to be taken on and you know I think through the arts is the way to communicate difficult things like this so fair play to them so if you spot these cement shoes with the flowers around the town you'll know exactly what it's all involved uh, and what it's, what it's all about so well done to St Mary's Dawson School I'd say details as well of that link will be on their Facebook page as well if you want to check it out but a fantastic idea and funds going to a really worthy cause so well done to them by the way I love finding out what schools are doing in the local area so if your kids are involved in any art projects or any community things or any competitions or anything like that I love to hear about all of that so you can get in touch with us info at lmfm.ie I'll give them a shout out on the show uh, or you know maybe invite them on the show either to have a chat with them because I do I love hearing about what the kids are doing in the local area so info at lmfm.ie if you have any news on that front now getting to some celebrity news for you (laughs) The Buzz on LMFM With the Crown Plaza Dundalk Featuring Ireland's tallest work of art Rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people The Thecrownplazadundalk.ie has it all Hi, I'm Hannah Katrina Balfe says Jamie Dornan does not have an ego She stars alongside him in the new film Belfast Which is out in cinemas now It's based on Kenneth Branagh's upbringing, following a working class family during the Troubles in Belfast in the late 60s. Well, Jamie's such an open and generous
4: actor. He's got such a talent, but it's so easy within him. And it really felt like I always had such a safe dance partner, you know, figuratively and literally. Jamie's somebody who there's zero ego in his work, which is such a beautiful thing to be
0: around.
2: And it just made life really, really easy. Lauren Goodger has announced she's expecting her second child with ex-Charles Drury. The former TOWIE star has just confirmed she's 16 weeks pregnant with another baby girl days after it was revealed she had kicked her ex-boyfriend out of the family home following his infidelity. Coronation Street star Amanda Barry has revealed she kept her sexuality a secret when she started working on the soap as she believed she would have been sacked if it came out. The actors waited until she was 67 to come out as bisexual due to fears it would harm her career prospects. Would you come up to
4: the office? They're going to they're, you're coming out. Oh, my, oh yeah they've got this thing on you. I spent a fortune on solicitors and things because believe me if that had happened to me at that time they would not have it could be in Coronation Street and yes, going back. Not because of that, but because of people who should be named who would have sort of not working with her.
2: That's the buzz. I'm Hannah. <laughs> the buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk, featuring Ireland's tallest work of art, rooftop restaurant, bistro bar, and conference rooms, wedding and banqueting for up to four hundred people. The Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all. As you know, LMFM Radio Bingo is back with great daily prizes and big, big jackpots. And this week we have a whopping nine thousand six hundred euro up for grabs. So make sure you pick up your bingo books at outlets throughout the northeast or from lmfm.ie. So to celebrate this huge jackpot, I have five radio bingo books for week six to give away to you on the show. And all you have to do—lots of people are getting this right. By the way, it's very easy. I love the bingo calls. I'm a fan of these funny names that they put on things for the numbers. So in Bingo Calls, what number is known as the knock at the door? So what number is known as the knock at the door? Answers please to 086 1800 658. And don't forget, every time you play Radio Bingo, you're supporting a wonderful charity, the National Council for the Blind Ireland, who are doing great work in your local community. So that question again, what number is the knock at the door? 086 1800 658. Now, I have a birthday request buried under my other sheet Uh, it's Maureen Bolton from O'Hanlon Park in Dundalk happy birthday to you she's celebrating a big big birthday today have a lovely day coming in from Madeline I'm not sure who Madeline is you'll know who Madeline is she's thinking of you today and you know what we're going to dedicate this one just for you there's Big Mountain baby I love your way great song It actually, do you know how it's back in popularity, that song, because it actually popped up twice in uh, the new Jumanji movies in a very funny way as well. Very good, I have to say. Big Mountain Baby, I love your way. Now, maybe there is a young person in your life with a green thumb. Perhaps they might be interested in Woody's Budding Gardeners competition. This has launched again this year and my next guest, he is garden expert uh, from Orton East Supergarden, Brian Burke. He's going to be very much involved in this competition, offering helpful tips and advice and everything else to kids getting involved in this. He's going to tell us all about the competition just after these.
3: 11 to 1 on LMFM.
2: Woodies are delighted to announce the return of their children's gardening competition. Budding Gardeners it's called. It's bigger and better than ever this year. They're calling on schools and families around Ireland to get gardening in 2022. So they want you to get involved and there'll be lots of help along the way as none other than RTE Super Garden presenter Brian Burke will be providing plenty of inspiration and helpful tutorials on Woody's social media feeds. Brian is going to be judging the competition and he's very much looking forward to seeing what the children of Ireland come up with. I'm delighted to be joined by gardening expert Brian Burke who's on the line with me now how you doing Brian? How are you Sinead? I'm great I'm great now gardening is one of those things though Brian that I find a little bit intimidating and it's so bad because my mum would have been really really green fingered and I'm always kind of you know afraid of just going out there and killing something that's that's my fear Brian would you would you find that many people are like this? Uh, there is a little bit of a fear
0: factor, but what I would always encourage people, Sinead, is just to get out there and experiment. I mean, the, the, whole, the basis of the whole thing should be about fun and should be about distraction and stimulation and immersion and a release from, you know, all the prescribed, all the scheduled activities, all of the things that we are obligated to do on a daily basis. I mean, the garden should be... You know, an open ended, kind of self directed, free form kind of an environment where we should be looking to express ourselves and not worry too much about contravening the rule book. You know, it's a kind of a place where you can ditch the rule book. And this oh, is one good. of the great appeals to the, of something like the Budding Gardeners competition for children to get children involved. I mean, they have so much schedule in their lives, they have so much structure with school, with prescribed activities, after school activities. And somewhere like the garden, an environment like that is, you know, it's like I say, it's a free-form environment where they can, where they, where they can kind of throw off the shackles to a certain degree and get a release from all that prescribed activity and just express themselves, you know.
2: Oh, it really is because you know I have a thing in my fridge, Brian, that has every single thing that we have to do for the week and it's very full, let me tell you. So I totally yeah. am. I'm on board with what you're saying here. And you know, introducing kids to gardening from a young age is hugely beneficial. Would you have been, you know, sort of, uh, so I. Uh, interested in gardening from a young age yourself? Well again I mean
0: another aspect another positive aspect of it is uh, like I call the garden a memory factory you know mm. it, um, I, I can I, I've very fond very vivid memories of any of those interactive activities that I was doing with my parents when 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 I was younger, be it baking in the kitchen with my mom, out digging worms in the veg garden with my dad, I mean these are these are kind of opportunities for you know the, this, the simplicity of expressing yourself through through the joy of a simple shared experience with people, be it with family, be it with friends. I mean kid, kids will remember this stuff. I mean yeah. we get, again we have an issue. We um, anyone who's a parent and I'm. I'm a parent of five kids all across the age spectrum, from 23 down to 8. So they're all digital natives, as we say. all They all grew up with this stuff. So we all know, we all understand how, how difficult it is because they're surrounded by all these things that facilitate that sedentary lifestyle, you know? so. When given a, when given a better option, they'll they, they look at the screen. They will look at you know Nickelodeon or whatever it is online it, 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 as a default option. But if mm. they're given a better option, they'll go for it. And those better options usually consist of some social dimension. And the garden is the perfect forum for that. Be it, like I say, with family, be it with friends, they're getting out, they're interacting. It's a bit of crack. They're enjoying themselves. They're making a mess. They're expressing themselves as well as that it's 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 by definition a physical process Yes, you know? and we're all very conscious of how much our kids need to get up and get moving and move around so like by definition gardening contains a series of physical challenges and i mean again our health professionals never tire of telling us to try and develop good habits early with our kids so i can't think of anything more wholesome and more beneficial than time spent in the garden uh, you've, from you've, a whole you, range of perspectives
2: yeah you've totally you've won me over with this absolutely you're bringing up some great points there and, you know, this is a fantastic way to introduce the gardening to, to children. As you say, it's a great competition that Woodies have launched. Tell us more about their Budding Gardeners competition.
0: Right, so it's the budding, budding Gardeners, it's the second year. So it's aimed at primary school age children. Now, the format this year is you can enter as a class within your school, as a family, or as an individual. So the the process is very simple. You just go to the woodies.ie website, and there's a tab right on the homepage there called Budding Gardeners. You just click into that, and you follow the very simple steps steps to register. So once you're registered, you will be sent out a starter pack, which will contain all the seeds and the the bulbs and tubers that you need, and a little uh, Budding Gardeners journal, so you can keep track of your progress. Um, then throughout, the, we'll be setting three tasks. So there's a task for February, a task for March and a task for April. Again, these are not onerous or too involved. They're quite simple introductory introductory tasks. One will be planting bulbs, one will be planting some vegetable seeds and one will be creating a miniature wildflower meadow, which we're calling Ooh. the micro meadow. So again, we're kind of, we're te- we're, 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 these are introductory tasks and again, they're designed to give kids a flavour and a sample of how easy and how enjoyable immersion in the garden can be. So, Fantastic. So we, the likes
2: of me definitely can't muck up something like that. That sounds, you know, quite, quite simple. I could get out with the five-year-old and, and do something with, with this. And you know, there, there's a great prize on offer. This is the, the other incentive to this.
0: Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we have an individual prize for each month. So February will be the bulb task. March will be the veg seeds. And then April will be the micro meadow. So there is a trip, a class trip to bloom in the park over the June bank Fantastic. holiday weekend. There's a school trip. And um, there's a, a garden workshop with myself. I'll come to your school and we can spend a day um, having the crack out in the garden, planting a few seeds and getting a few things going. And then the overall prize. Um, once the three tasks are done is a 25 a garden makeover for, for the garden space in your school worth 2,500 euros so it's well worth
2: participating Well worth participating yeah. and as you say you know it is a great way for, for kids to kind of for teachers to engage your kids in a new activity and as a judge now uh, Brian what are you going to be looking out for?
0: Well, again, that's a, that's a good question, Sinead. We're looking for that little bit extra with this. We're looking for the X factor. So we're encouraging kids, like I said, to express themselves, to be creative. If you're using a pot, I'd like to see you painting the pot. If you're using a window box, I'd like to see you painting and decorating the window box. Just do, give us that little bit more to distinguish yourself and just kind of express yourself. Show that you had fun with it. This is, I'll, be, I'll be looking at these submissions, and the submissions will be coming in on the Woody's, uh, Woody's website and social media pages. And one of the main criteria I'll be using is who looked as though they had the most crack doing it? Who had the, had the most fun? Who was the most enthusiastic? Who embraced the challenge head on? Who expressed themselves and who, who really used, as a, used it as an opportunity to kind of let their creative juices flow? So that's what it's all about, you know, as well as evaluating the nuts and bolts of the individual tasks. I mean, and again just to guide the kids on that, we will be putting instructional videos oh, on God. the Instagram page. Thank uh, God, Brian. So <laughs> there'll be a step-by-step so they're not going to be left in the dark, they're not going to be marooned on that you know so uh, there'll be plenty of material to refer to on the social media pages that will help them but like I say yeah do the nuts and bolts of the tasks yeah. but but you know have fun with it express yourself we'll be looking for that little bit extra
2: And you know you mentioned Bloom there and it'll be fantastic to see Bloom back up and running this year uh, and I know you are a regular at Bloom and have created some outstanding gardens throughout the years will you be involved again this year is it on your radar Oh, very much on the radar, Sinead, yeah. I mean, anyone who's who's regularly involved will know how tough the last
0: couple of years yeah. were with, with it not happening. So we're absolutely champing at the bit to get back there this, this year, absolutely.
2: Oh, I'd be eager to see what you're going to do. I've been looking up at some of the ones that you did over the past few years. Fantastic gardens that you've, you've presented at Bloom every single year. Brian, it sounds like a fantastic competition and great advice as well uh, there on the gardening for the novices like myself. Thank you so much for joining me pleasure, thank you Sinead. Thanks a million Brian Burke there, this sounds like a great competition, I think I'm going to try and get involved in this, I, as I mentioned there, completely hopeless when it comes to gardening myself but the five year old will love it, won't he he will, woody's.ie forward slash budding gardeners that's where you're going to find all of the information and they say sign up before the 31st of January and you'll receive your budding gardener starter pack that Brian mentioned there and uh, you get a gardening journal and each step by step guides, also keep an eye on Woody's Instagram as well, Brian will be popping up with tutorials and tips and everything for the kids so woodies.ie for all your information there
3: 11 to 1 on LMFM
2: I have music from Westlife on the way for you but first it's time to check in with Eoin Crack Anish, Eoin Crack er LMFM Clioon niw ar ian siu, sublín 89 chasé, croi hiu na Clioho Lampach
4: an iua quickly an initiation grew clear gavrik satul and ergle with the nordic games August near of acht the scandinavian tier her winter flow Dygernig kur right sport gavri lesna klei olympica ice hockey August figure skating and amass if you are a the International Olympic Committee, you will last a good chance to the Nordic Games. Committee Olympic Committee, the International Sports Week in Chamonix in the will be Olympic
2: Crack and lay. Aim Crack, LMFM. There's Westlife and Dynamite. I'm going to dedicate that one to Daisy Quinn. It's coming in from Christine in Fingless. She says, big happy 12th birthday to my gorgeous niece, Daisy Quinn. I hope you have a great day. Lots of love and hugs from Auntie Christine. So I hope you're having a great day, Daisy. Um, Actually, I spotted something yesterday and uh, this is interesting and hopefully we'll get him back on the show when this happens. But you might recall last year, Louis Walsh, joined us on the show and he was talking about he had a public shout out for aspiring stars. He was looking for the next Westlife and or the next, you know, Little Mix or, you know, he was open to it all. And he held auditions in November for new singers. And next month apparently he's going to be unveiling the lineup of his new band. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff, Louis. Uh so hopefully he'll come back to us and tell us all about that because he did deny my application. He did. He denied my application straight away. He says no, give it up. Don't even bother. Don't even bother sending an audition tape. So, you know, I've, I, uh, fine. <laughs> That's fine, but I won't, I won't deny him the opportunity to tell us about this new band that he has. All will be revealed apparently next month. So there you go. Um, if you're on the job hunt today, I have a couple of jobs on my list here for you today. Mead County Council requires an executive planner and a technician grade one to apply, check current vacancies on the Mead County Council website. Kieran's of Drogheda bus hire requires experienced full or part time bus drivers for school runs. You can email kieran's of at gmail.com or check the website kieransmbh.ie. Flexible, light maintenance, caretaking and cleaning are seeking part-time employees in Drogheda. To apply, you can email a short CV to flmcjobs at gmail.com. Part-time post office assistant required for the Castletown Road post office in Dundalk. An immediate start on that one. Please send your CV to vacancypostoffice at gmail.com. Experienced dental nurse required with accommodation provided in Dublin City Centre. Please send your CV to surgerydental at hotmail.com. McBride & Co requires a trainee manager for one of their clients engaged in the construction industry and based in the Northeast. You can apply by sending your CV to info at Co.ie. so that's a-N-D as opposed to the symbol and so info at mcbrideandco.ie and Meath County Council requires a graduate engineer uh, for more details check current vacancies on the Meath County Council website and don't forget all of the details of all of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie Kira, hey. whenever, wherever, Margaret says ah tune, reminds me of my 30th birthday party, good times I'm glad I'm reminding you of things at the throwbacks, um, there will be an epic throwback in our Friday floor filler song on Friday I don't know what it's going to be yet but I do know it is going to be epic we do that every single Friday around about 12 o'clock we just have a little bit of a boogie on the show um, if you want to give me inspiration for that by the way 86 800 it will be epic it always is And uh, now on the way I've got music from Ed Sheeran for you and we also have some bingo books to give away
3: 11 to 1 on LMFM oh, M-
2: We've a very interesting guest going to be on the show tomorrow. His name is Robbie Walsh and he's the director of a very powerful film. It's called The Letters. It was um, released, actually, general release uh, around October last year, but it is actually going to be in the Arc Cinema this week and he's going to be joining me on the show tomorrow. So essentially it's um, all to do with the cervical check scandal and um, it centres on, so the story in the movie, I have to watch it actually tonight, but um, it's Based on the lives of three fictitious characters, all women, Sam, uh, who lives with her daughters, uh, all primary school age. And uh, she's kind of a kind of a hand to mouth sort of existence, you know, dependence on the kindness of others and that kind of thing. And there's a lone shark that's kind of in her life as well. Uh, Also, Kleena, she is on the spectrum of autism and endures periods of acute anxiety. Despite this she excels at her at her job but she inhabits a silent world and tries to kind of have peace and calm and then also Mary uh, who was adopted as a baby by a couple and um her mother uh, there's a whole story there around her mother so these are sort of the the central characters also John Connor's the amazing John Connor's he's in uh, playing a role in this as a social worker uh, to the women as well so it's all about sort of um the unnecessary kind of you know tragic uh, circumstances that you know the cervical check threw up for women and it's very much explored in this film The Letters so we're going to be chatting to the director of that on tomorrow's show somebody asking me more information about the letters and where you can see it I'm just uh, googling it there now as we speak it's not till Friday okay so it's out Friday it's called The Letters and it's against set against this backdrop of the cervical check scandal that rocked Ireland and it's kind of telling the story of three different women from different walks of life and what they what happens to them um, so yeah it's in cinemas Arc Cinema this Friday and we'll be chatting to the director Robbie on tomorrow's show now I want to say congratulations it was of course Knock on the Door was number four Knock on the Door I want to say congratulations to Sinead Mulvana she's in Dundalk you're getting a book Valerie not sure where you are or your second name but you're getting one Lisa Walsh as well Eugene McQuinlan, Peter Moore in Ardcath all getting bingo books thank you so much to everybody who entered we will have more don't worry about that. And don't forget, LMFM.ie is the place where you can get your book if you missed out on one today. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your company. As always, have a great day. Chat to you tomorrow.
3: 11 to 1 on LMFM.
2: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do
4: is second guess the ring. At Blue Bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.